no, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. You think monkeys, mosquitoes, and lions are bad? That's just the beginning. I've seen things you've only seen in your nightmares. Things you can't even imagine. Things you can't even see. There are things that'll hunt you in the night. Then something screams. Then you hear them eat. And you hope to God that you're not dessert. Afraid? You don't even know what afraid it is. You will not last five minutes without me. Good morning, Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. Got to be good looking cause he's so hard to see. Day. If you ever disrespect my wife again, I'll end you. Over me! <laughs> no matter what anybody says, you'll always be a prince to me. Uh, uh, oh. What year is it? I, uh, Hunter, what year is it? Nineteen sixty-nine. No, I see a calendar. It says twenty twenty-one. Oh, I'm going back. I'm going back to Jumanji. Hi, folks. I'm Nick, and I'm Hunter. Welcome to uh, our Jumanji episode uh, in our mini series, NYC Actors Talk. Robin Williams. We go through what is considered the best performances of Robin Williams and search for his greatest role. What is his greatest role, Hunter? I have no clue, but that is exactly what we're here to find out. I lo We love to see it, Hunter. We love to see it, Nick. <laughs> we love it when... I, I love it when I say something and you know exactly what I'm going to say and it's perfect. Oh, baby. We finished each other's... I don't know. Uh, 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 screwdrivers? Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. See, we're so in sync. We're so in sync. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a very, very special guest today. Uh, uh, Dana Bixler. Did I, did I say your last name right? Yes, you did. That's okay, my last good. Name. <laughs> I probably should have asked you before I did. Imagine you know, I, imagine I just butchered it. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, Dana. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm, uh, it's very exciting. Uh, we're talking Jumanji. Uh, this movie came out in 1995. This is still technically in the peak Robin Williams era. So basically, he's still uh, basically like one of the hottest actors at that time still yeah this is peak era um uh mm -hmm. it's the peak uh so this is a very interesting movie it's directed by joe johnston who's well known for like gremlins gremlins 2 uh wait am i am i yeah right no no joe johnston wait sorry <laughs> I, I I got that mixed up. Let me start all over again. Okay. Uh, Joe Johnston, who's known for <laughs> The Rocketeer and Captain America, The First Avenger. I was way off with that. Uh, 
Whoa. Uh, I for some reason I thought it was the Gremlins guy. I must be thinking of someone else. But anyway, um, oh, so, and yeah. Jurassic Park three. Oh, oh my gosh! Pure nightmare fuel right there. Here we are. <laughs> never, never forget the dinosaur uh, that says Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so he's a pretty well-known director. Uh, this is a popular movie, widely considered a classic movie. You know, and, like uh, like when you think Robin Williams, you're like Jumanji. Exactly, uh, exactly. Um, I couldn't have said it. First myself. thing that comes to your head, Jumanji. First thing that comes, one of the first things that comes to your head. It's like yeah. it's like Aladdin, Jumanji, Moscow yeah. on the Hudson. Garp. Garp. <laughs> Fern Gully, the last rainforest. There we go. Wait, Dana, I gotta ask you, have just really fast, have you ever seen the world according to Garp? No, what is that? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's be it's becoming a little a little joke uh with Nick and I. <laughs> it's like so it's a Rob Williams movie and it's the worst movie one of the worst movies i've ever seen it's uh, uh it, we hated it but a lot but the, uh, that movie <laughs> that movie has its fans uh but that was one of the movies we, we covered before uh this jumanji episode yeah is this like is this movie like on the level of the room no but but yeah. the room the room is a masterpiece the room oh, no the no room. no no it is I, I i absolutely agree but is it to the level of Amazing amazingness. No. No. Room. No. no. It's, uh, like, it's it's just bad. Yeah, the room is like, oh, I can laugh and like kind of even di deep dive into that movie. Garp is just like, why am I watching this? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> and not even in a laughing way. It's more like introspective and you're like, you're just silent the entire time. <laughs> You're just like oh, dead God. faced, just staring at a screen for two hours, and then when it's over, you're like, "Oh, oh shit!" Now I gotta go talk with Nick about this. <laughs> now, I, now I gotta talk to. I now I gotta talk to Hunter about this. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, but it's it's the movie that should not be named, uh, and will not be named. Uh, so yeah, uh, so but but this movie Jumanji, yeah, a uh, very popular. He's he's super well known for this one. It's uh, we were saying before, uh, uh, yeah, like Jumanji, Doubtfire, Aladdin, like those are like the big, ten, uh, big uh, movies that he's known for, and so yeah, I'm super interested to deep dive into this because I'm I'm just interested in what you guys think. Now, Dana, I know you really like this movie, so I want you to go first with just like your uh, overall thoughts, initial thoughts on watching it again, and yeah, just overall thoughts on on Jumanji. Mm-hmm. So I've seen this movie many a times, especially especially when I used to watch it on ABC Family, on TV when I was younger, or I would rent it from the library on VHS. I did that a lot. That's how you had to do it back then. That's exactly how you did, yeah. So I watched it two days ago, you know, just to get... Get, get reacquainted with yeah, it. Yeah, uh, you, you went back to Jumanji. Yes, yes. I had to go back into my nostalgia and yes. see what I thought of the film 
now that I am an adult. Still loved it. I still thought it was so much fun. Uh, the um, the uh, special effects are not quite up to <laughs> what we have now. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Those monkeys have very scary faces. Ooh. Anyways, <laughs> we'll get a bit, we'll we'll talk about those rubber-faced monkeys soon enough. We, we will get there. But anyway, I still loved the story. But now that I'm older, I realize how kind of scary the story can be. Because Alan Parrish gets sucked into a board game and then comes out of it 26 years later and I would have never thought of the implications of how that would have affected Alan. And then also the characters of Judy and Peter and getting stuck in getting brought into this world which they didn't ask for. And, and Sarah didn't ask to be brought back in, but she, but, but they're there. But one of the most really kind of moving parts of the film is when all four of them decide to finish the game, to get it all done, to get the nightmare finished and to make everything go away. And it's about facing your fears. This is a very extreme way of facing <laughs> your fears, but I think it is amazing because every character in this movie is growing up in a way. And and also uh, growing growing beards. Yes, growing very, very bushy beards that should have definitely been longer when he, you know, got out of there 26 years <laughs> later. I feel like that beard should have been touching the floor. Oh, but absolutely, anyway, 100%, yeah. But but anyway, it was a very good beard. It was a very good beard. It's a, I, it's top, probably top five Robin Williams beards, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. And we all know when Robin gets the beard going, magic's about to happen. Yeah, that's oh, true. Yes. We got, a, a, what did we just watch where he had a beard? Awakenings. Uh, Awakenings. Yeah. Awakenings, Awakenings, he has a beard. Uh, what else? Goodwill Hunting, he's got a beard. We haven't covered Goodwill that. Goodwill Hunting, oh, but... that's such a good beard. Oh, uh, Moscow on the Hudson, he has Moscow a beard on the too. Hudson's got yeah, a beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, he he makes magic when he has a beard. Yeah, he ma it's it's wonderful. It's bushy. It's just everything you want in a beard. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, awesome, Dana. Uh, uh, Hunter, uh, a question before you even go about your thoughts. Did you grow up with this movie? I did a little bit. Not, I don't think as much as Dana, but I, I did see it a few times when I was a kid. And I got to be honest, when I was a kid, I didn't really vibe with the movie. I think it freaked me out a little bit. And so I was excited to, to come back to it after so many years uh, and watch it again. Uh, and I got excited. I saw Robin Williams with the beard. And then I was like, Unfortunately, he cut the beard off. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I like this movie. I want to, and I appreciate the movie. But I don't think it's as much fun as it should be, at least for me. And I feel bad because, Danny, you really like this movie. <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, like, I know some behind-the-scenes stuff, like, that we'll probably get into later. I know that 
they didn't like him improvising as much in this movie um I read and I, I could tell. And you know, it's interesting just to piggyback off that. And it's interesting too, that that's the same thing that happened with Garp that like, they didn't want the director didn't want him to improvise so much. Yeah. And I, I could tell that and I could feel it almost like him pulling it back a little bit. And I think the movie suffers because of that saying that there are some there, don't get me wrong. There are some good things about this movie. Um, like I appreciate what Dana said about how like, oh, they're all growing up and there's some really powerful moments, but I, it doesn't go all the way. Like it doesn't hit me hard enough, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get so that. And, and, uh, and going back to what you were saying about how the director didn't want him to improvise as much from what I read, Robin Williams understood that because this was a more close knit story. This is something that did not have to be expanded upon a bunch because uh, Robin Williams initially um, decided not to go for this project based on the first draft of the script. And then, and then once they came back to him with later scripts, he finally agreed to do it. But I think it totally works for this film not to have him I guess not saying hold back, but not dipping too much into his comedy chops is because based on this character's crazy life that we don't get to see until he comes out of the game, I think it makes complete sense why he wouldn't have that much humor in him. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah. That's perfectly put, I think. Uh, Yeah. No, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna think on it. Yeah, <laughs> we love to think here at NYC Actors Talk Film. Yeah, but uh, but Nick, what do you, what are your thoughts? Uh, before I get into my thoughts, I I have to agree with Dana that like uh uh even you know with Robin's best performances, even when he isn't going like crazy and improvising a lot, because we mentioned this before in Garp, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, we were really like, especially me, I was like, oh, but why didn't they let him, you know, improvise? And for this, I get why, you know what I mean? Like Garp, I was like, I don't know, maybe maybe it should be a little more funny. But like this one, I, I totally get why he he's pulled back in this. And that like some of his best performances that we've mentioned and will mention in the future, uh, it, they're great because they're uh, quiet and pulled back and, 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 and still, you know, and there's a lot of weight to those performances. Uh, but unfortunately, I also have to agree with you, Hunter, that I didn't like the movie very much. I really wish I did. I, I, I did not grow up with this movie, really. I watched it once as a kid. Uh, I think for, at, at school, they were like showing it on the TV or whatever to, to shut us up or something. I don't know. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't really have a lot of memories with this movie, so I don't know if that would change if I grew up with it or not, I don't know. Uh, but watching it for, I guess, the second time, uh, it's been years. Uh, I feel like Robin Williams in this movie. It's been years, uh, almost 26 years. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, it, it has its moments, but yeah, I wish it was more fun, I guess. I don't know. 
Uh, and this this is totally just me. I, I feel bad for not liking this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so take that as you will. I feel bad for not really liking it, but I but I do. I think he gives uh, a good performance in it. I think like you know. I think he's far and away the the best part of it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I and I'll I think I'll iron those thoughts out while we talk more about the movie. But yeah, I don't know if I really liked it all that much. Yeah, um, I I have to say back to the improvisation thing. When I mean like improv, I guess I don't necessarily mean funny. I just mean that I don't know if they gave him a lot to do here. You know what I mean? As like, oh, he's like, and I'm all for intros like introspective Robin Williams performances, but it just felt like I don't know. Like there was a lot going on, but in that, it just felt like I don't know. Does that make sense? No, I think it does. Like, I, I understand what you mean. Like, like there's no, like, spontaneity. There's no, or or should I say, there, there's no, like, you know, just, like, standout moment or, like, you know, where, like, you know, they're really using the strengths of Robin in the role. So I, I totally get what you mean. I, I was just trying to more back up my points before and and just like expand upon them that like yeah he doesn't yeah. he doesn't necessarily have to like improvise all the time to be like you know to, for him to get for him to uh, uh give out a really good performance yeah yeah i mm -hmm. i 100 agree uh, but um, yeah, um, so let, let's uh, let's uh, 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 stroll through what what the hell happens in this movie. It's pretty insane. Uh, we got we got uh, as you were mentioning before, Dana. We got monkeys. Uh, we got mosquitoes. We got uh, a stampede of 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 uh, wild African animals. What else do we have? We, we have a lion. lion. We have a lion who's half CGI, yeah. half half puppet. <laughs> <laughs> we have a um, human boy that starts turning into a monkey. That's right, right there, monkey boy. Uh, my monkey if boy. for those for those who 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 can't see, uh, uh, my Zoom background is the monkey boy. Mm -hmm. and it's... Poor poor character Peter, who starts <laughs> turning into a monkey. Yeah, he turns into a monkey, and he has this long tail. And he's 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 making noises, monkey noises. It's it's not a great time to be Peter. It's unsettling. No. It's very <laughs> actually it's very unsettling, Hunter. He looks like a he you know what? I when I saw him when he turned into a monkey initially I was like, oh my god, he looks like a, a like a who in the the in <laughs> the Grinch who stole Christmas. He does kind of look like a who. Holy shit. Oh he's like he has the he has the nose. <laughs> Dude. Oh my gosh, that's he so He does. And, and that poor kid had to be in hours of makeup to get all that stuff on. Yeah. Yeah, no question. Uh, oh, we have a pelican. That's right. Who's also, who's also half CGI, half puppet. Which I liked that. I liked how the lion looks. And I like how the pelican, it looks very like otherworldly. And I like that. Saying that the monkeys look like a computer game from this like not from like the 30s i know i'm computers weren't even thing and that's where it was from it was from the 30s yeah they just like i don't know they just look so weird and rubbery and uh and terrifying uh I, even as a mm -hmm. kid even as a kid i remember the monkeys being scary 
Yeah, I, I, even I remember as a kid, like looking at them, like those monkeys don't look right. <laughs> yeah, there's just look- something up with them. I don't like it. They had to have looked like that back in 1995. Like they definitely looked that bad. They've had to have. Yeah, and it, it's interesting because 1995 uh, was the same year Toy Story came out, which was the very first computer animated, completely computer animated movie. So uh, this was like the era, like ninety three, four, five, where like they were they they were first starting to in- implement computer animation into movies. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And Toy Story holds up. Toy Story yeah, it, it, it's weird. Maybe because they're plastic looking. You know what I mean? Like I, I think yeah, that's because yeah, like, the humans don't the look great. Yeah, the toys are plastic. <laughs> the humans don't look great, but they're like barely in it. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's because the technology back then it is just the plastic looks better because maybe just because of the technology they had at the time. Yeah, but I do agree with you, Hunter, that yeah, it it doesn't look dated though, which is odd. Toy Story? Toy Story, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, it looks like it came out like Toy Story 3 and Toy Story kind of they look the same. You know what I mean? More or less, yeah, more or less. Yeah. And so that's that's crazy. But these monkeys here, look, <laughs> these monkeys, like, these monkeys here are looking terrible. <laughs> it's like, what the heck is going on? But also, the lion and the pelican don't look that bad. Well, that's because they barely use CGI on them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the go. That's because the like when they're moving and walking around, it's like, Ey! but when they stay put. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just yeah. they're just being a pelican. They're just being a lion. Yeah. Uh, it, lo- it, lo- it looks fine because they're just like you know a, a, an actual like thing that like the actors can touch. Yeah, I I I, I, I do agree about the pelican, but I if it, even as a kid I thought the lion looked a little weird. Well, he looks like you you remember the show uh, remember the show uh, Between the Lions? Yes. That lion yes. looks like one of the characters in that show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up for for uh, Hunter just 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 so yeah. keep ta- keep talking but yeah I'll pull it up for him yeah the only yeah thing- yeah I, I definitely know what you mean by it looking like that but because in between the lines those are definitely puppets they're not trying to make them look real <laughs> yeah yeah which I I think they should have done that with the monkeys too maybe not have so many monkeys like what's it they watch the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I do remember. I do remember this show. Dude, <laughs> that's exactly saying that the first time that they see the lion and it's like a silhouette. I got scared. He looks like he looks like this lion right here, the one with the glasses. <laughs> that feels so bad. I was like, oh, this this is the between the lines crossover I needed. Oh. Anyway, that's, that's <laughs> between the lines crossover for those at home who didn't see that. Uh, I pulled up uh, the the cast of Between the Lions. Oh, you know who's really good in this movie, though, that I wanted to give uh, props to? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. MJ. Michael Jackson? No, what's, what's her name? What's her name? The, the daughter. The little girl. Kirsten Dunst? Kirsten Dunst? Yes, there we go. MJ. Oh, Mary Jane. Oh, Mary Mary Jane, of course. It's Mary Jane. Um, I'm thinking, like, where is Michael Jackson in this film? Yeah, I was like, MJ, oh no. (laughs) Please no. Just think like Tobey Maguire, MJ. 
Yeah. Uh, that does make sense. Yes. But my head was not in that place for that joke. Yeah. I, I, I am now, I am now on the Spider-Man train. So now I understand what you mean. <laughs> I'm a, I am a, I am officially on the Spider-Man train. She might've stole the show for me on this one, to be completely honest. I was like, I don't know why, but I was enthralled by her performance. I said, yeah, she's, she's in it. It was really incredible in this. Yeah, like she, she's even good as a kid actor, actress, you know, like, uh, like even, she was in a couple of movies as a kid too. I remember, I just recently watched uh, Toy Soldiers. Have you seen that movie? No. Yeah, she's, she's in that. Um, and uh, it's it's the one where like the toys come to life, and it's like a, a Tommy Lee Jones military toy is like terrorizing town or whatever. I've never even heard of it, but I want to see it now. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty epic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones, his thing comes to life. That yeah, sounds- it's called it's called Toy Soldiers. That's the name of the movie. No, sorry, I'm trying to pull it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's what I was that is the name of the movie. Of the movie. Uh-huh, Toy Soldiers. Uh-huh. Toy Soldiers. Oh yep. no, it's it's small soldiers. I'm I I apologize. It's small soldiers. Mm. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, not coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's here's the poster. Yeah. Oh, Gregory Smith is in it. Oh my gosh. Oh, you see the, oh, the tagline is big movie, <laughs> small soldiers. Tommy <laughs> Wiseau oh. direct this movie or something like that? It's a big movie. <laughs> it's a big movie. Oh, Tommy Wiseau definitely directed this. Yeah. Bro, Gregory Smith is in it. I'm an Everwood stan. Yeah, see, there's Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. No, yeah, she, she was David in it. David Cross did this too? Yeah, David Cross is in it. That's right. I forgot. And Dennis O'Leary, what? <laughs> It's it's a it's a stacked cast, and let's not forget Tommy Lee Jones as the little small soldier. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, it's it's pretty epic. Anyway, uh, she she's been in a couple movies as a kid too. Uh, so yeah, I I think she's pretty good in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she's great in this. Like, and the, the, I mean, the other kid, the other kid's good too. Sorry, the other kid's fine. You know what? He I think fine. he's better. I think he's better as a monkey. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think he should spend the whole time as a monkey. Yeah, I think I think they should have rewrote the story and found a way for him to always be a monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and not and not even talk about it once, actually. Right, like he's a monkey, but they never mention that he's a monkey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, no, no, like he's just in the family, and you don't know if he's adopted or if he was born that way. He's just the monkey <laughs> he's just the monkey that's it yeah and then once jumanji comes into the picture he turns back into a boy and nobody says anything <laughs> like it's not even talked about it just happens and you're like what dude oh that that, that would definitely make it more interesting <laughs> we're writing the movie dog we're writing the movie oh man but uh, i liked i liked uh the officer actually i thought he was actually kind of funny uh, the you know the friend in the beginning, yes. Carl. Carl. Name's yeah. Carl. 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 Soul Man. Soul Man. That's right. Uh, he, uh, a little little Robin Williams really screwed him over in the past, huh? Yeah, yeah, he really did. It all got fixed at the end of the film. He told his dad that he put the shoe on the conveyor belt, and then 
And then Carl didn't get slack for it. Exactly. Carl's okay, guys. Don't worry. Carl's fine. Okay, can I be honest? That's that's a beef that I didn't know that I had with this movie right now. What? It doesn't make sense. How does he... That happened before he found the game. So how does he get to go back and fix that? Well, because he tells his dad, like, you know, hey, that wasn't my fault, so don't fire him or, or don't keep him fired, you know? Mm-hmm. I have a beef Yeah, because, that. like, when when that thing happened with the conveyor belt and he found the game after that happened all on the same day. So, so when everything gets fixed in the end, it had only happened that morning. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like, okay. My mind, yeah. My mind was thinking something else. Okay. All right. Never mind. Beef retracted. A plot hole, uh, <laughs> uh, disappeared. Yeah. Plot hole has been filled in. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, no, no, uh, no, cinema sins today. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Jack Black is really good in it too. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, this is, yeah, we should talk about this. So uh, obviously, this was a very popular movie in the '90s, and then uh, they made uh, a couple of sequels. Now, uh, what, like twenty or so years after? Uh, mm-hmm. Have Have we seen these movies? No. You haven't. No. Oh wow. Yeah, I don't. Wait. I honestly don't want to see them. Okay. All Interesting. Right. Hunter, oh. have you seen these new Jumanji movies? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of them? I actually really fucking love them. <laughs> <laughs> it feels really bad that I don't really like the OG, but these ones do everything I want. Hunter, okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you in on something, Hunter. Okay. I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) Those movies are fun. They're They're fun. They're fun movies. And they they just it's a silly goose time and it just it's just great. Those movies are just actually action adventure. Because there was one thing I was like, there's one thing I was waiting for in this movie, like, oh, when are they gonna like go into Jumanji? And then they never did. (laughs) And so like at least in the sequels, you go to Jumanji. No, but like the point, the point of Jumanji is like you realize how awful that world is. I want to see how, uh, how bad is Jumanji? I want to know. And, and in the sequels, you get to know. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Just poison darts, monsoons, crocodiles, lions, freaky monkeys. Does any of that stuff not tell you that you shouldn't go into the game? I want to go. I want to go. But this Jack Black you gets die? a hippo in this one. But That's Jack true. Black... Jack Black does not fight a hippo in this movie. And does Jack Black play a 16-year-old blonde girl? I don't think so. I don't think so. So you know what? We're going to Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle, baby. <laughs> but I, I, I was, su- I'm surprised how much I, I. They're not like great movies or anything, but like they're, they are fun, and I, I actually would recommend them to you, Dana. Like, I, if you liked this movie, I think you would also probably actually like those movies, even though, um, you know, Robin's not in those movies, but, uh, but I think they're actually decent. They're fun. Okay. Okay. Then, uh, then I'll definitely take a look at them. 
Yeah, don't be intimidated by like cash grab sequel thing. You know, like the the kind of energy it, it, th- those movies bring. Like, oh, like they're bringing back old an old movie from the '90s and and remaking it sort of. It's like, yeah, but once you get through that, they're actually all right. Yeah, like they okay. they're not just using like I know some some like remakes or whatever like not remakes per se, but uh, they kind of just use the name or whatever. They they do a really good job. Uh, with it and honestly i think if they oh man those movies would be so much better with robin williams imagine yeah oh. imagine like oh those movies yeah those movies with with robin it would it, it would be they would probably be masterpieces honestly oh <laughs> actual masterpieces really though i think one of my big turnoffs about the sequels is that the trailers looked so much like journey to the center of the earth like uh, the Brendan Fraser and Josh Hutcherson film. And then the sequel had Dwayne Johnson in it. it, It's all like the same thing. You're in a jungle and you're in all that and you're trying to get out of it. And just, I I agree with you. Similar. Yeah. They do look similar, like uh, on, uh, on face value, like for sure. I totally agree with you, Dana, but I think what works about those movies is that like, it's Dwayne Johnson, but he's playing a little boy. You know, so, but, but so like it had, he looks like Dwayne Johnson, but he's acting like a boy. So that's like part of the fun and charm of, of mm-hmm. those movies. Yeah. They, they play okay. against their type. Exactly. They play, they play, <laughs> yeah, they play against type. Almost all of them do. I think Karen Gillian is basically playing herself, which is fine. We love yeah. Karen Gillian. Um, but everyone else is like playing against type. But yeah. Dwayne Johnson is kind of like a wimp and, and Kevin Hart is. Like the Actually, he's ball. also kind of Kevin Hart, but like, but oh, he's no, but he, <laughs> he's playing like the like the big football guy. He's like, like there's a scene where he's like, oh, like fuck you, bro, fuck you, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. Like, yeah, he says fuck you, bro, fuck you, and Jumanji oh, you know too. I mean, not actually, but you know what I mean. There's like a conversation. It's funny. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and Jack Black plays, as you said, a 16 year old, you know, uh, girl, and it's just so funny. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I can see how that would be really entertaining. Yeah, like don't expect high art, but those they're fun. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk more about the the the, the Jumanji movie we are discussing. Uh yeah, so um yeah. tell tell me tell me more why you like this movie. Well, watching this again, I could feel my nostalgic heart getting pulled back into the story all over again. And you guys have mentioned this in some of your previous podcasts, but I love how you can read the story on Robin's face and he doesn't even have to say a word. When he first comes out of the game and he's just looking around his house and he breaks down the door to his old bedroom and he's just looking around and remembering all of the great memories he had in there He looks at the bike that's in there. There's his shirt that he wore at the beginning of the film when he got into a fight. And even even the dusty picture that is on his like drawers or something. And he looks at his parents and he's just so happy to be home. And he's shouting and shouting for his parents saying that he's home. It's like he's a little boy all over again. Yeah, it's a. There's some good, uh, impressive acting beats with Robin in this, especially when he first uh, comes back 
And and yeah, he's he's looking around his place and and everything you've mentioned, Dana, very well said. But yeah, um, I, I think why those scenes work too is that he can tap into like ch uh being a child you know like you know and obviously a lot of a lot of his other performances you know he taps into like this kind of childlike wah, awe and wonder you know uh and so he he always plays that stuff really well and and yeah uh, as much as i wish he he had more moments of that in the movie those moments are there if you're looking for them mm -hmm. yeah beautifully said by, by the both of you. I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, what else, man? What else happens in this crazy-ass movie? Baby Newworth plays the ant. And I did not realize that <laughs> until okay, a few so, days ago. So explain to me who that actress is. Baby Newworth is a very popular stage actress. She also does a lot of film and television, but she's most known for her stage career. She has been in Chicago playing um, Velma Kelly. She was Morticia Adams w along with Nathan Lane in the Adams Family. Oh, okay. Because I've seen I've seen Adams Family. So okay, okay. Well, well, uh, not not the Adams Family movie, the Broadway show. Yeah, the Broadway show. That's what I mean. I, I I've seen the the show. Mm -hmm. And she's also known for her Sondheim work as well. So I thought that was crazy to figure that out a few days ago. Yeah, that must have been like such a nice surprise. Another surprise is that young Sarah is played by Laura Bell Bundy, who was Elle Woods in the Legally Blonde musical. Oh my God. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I, I didn't even recognize that that was her. Neither did I until I looked up the cast. <laughs> I mean, I know I noticed the blonde hair, so I guess that should have been a clue. <laughs> I don't know if that should so, have been your only clue. So dumb. That was hilarious. <laughs> Most blonde hair, so had to be her. Should have been it. Also, my last thing on the on the uh, other Jumanji movies, <laughs> BB Newworth makes a cameo. I just found out. In in the in the second uh, Jumanji, whatever with the Rock, the second one with the Rock. So there we go, boom. She's a, she's she's making her way through the Jumanji trilogy here. Is she the only one from the original cast doing this? Uh probably. I, yeah, I can't imagine uh, Kristen Dunst is uh, salivating at the uh, at the idea of coming back for a Jumanji sequel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe who knows. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe it's a large bag that they might pay her, but... <laughs> They're like, uh, uh, Kristen, uh, Kirsten, sorry. Kirsten, honey, uh, how many bags you want? She's like 10. They're like, how we'll give you many? <laughs> uh, we already spent our last uh, 10 bags on, on Dwayne. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Kevin, all the freaking stars in the movie. That's so ridiculous. Kevin yeah. Hart and Jack Black so and Nick Jonas. <laughs> oh my God, Nick Jonas, that's right. Feels good. Um, there's a scene that sticks out in this movie to me, though. Um, it's a scene where, like, you think they're about to kiss. It's right after he fights the alligator. And he does some funny-ass faces here that I'm like, oh, I've done those when I'm, when I'm being, like, awkward. And I was like, he tapped into something right there that was, like, so relatable. And I, I was like, damn. That, like, it made me think, what if this movie didn't have 
him in it. Like, let's say it had, I don't know, anybody else. It's like, I don't think that he would even, you know, I don't know. Actually, Dana, I'm interested to uh, what you think about that. If this movie did not have Robin Williams, do you mm. think it holds up? Hmm. That's hard to say because you don't know what a different actor could bring. Because, mm. um, I mean, this movie is not particularly a comedy, so you wouldn't see another comedian trying to take its chops at this. But I think I have to agree that this movie would not be what it is without Robin Williams. Yeah, uh, that, I think that's what I'm finding with a lot of these movies that we're going through right now, because I keep thinking like, oh, all right, let's take Robin Williams out of this movie. What is it without him? And a lot of these movies, I'm like, I don't know. Like, specifically, like, obviously, Mrs. Doubtfire, this one, like, mm-hmm. even Hook, like, even like the ones that are not the best movies in the world, like Hook and Garp, it's like, oh, these movies wouldn't be anything without this man. I think that's because Robin Williams has such a way of connecting with children and adults. Because Jumanji is specifically was advertised to children. And his way of portraying a person in a children's film, he gives it as much dignity and as much respect as he would for a film for adults. I absolutely agree with you and we'll we'll get into this with Aladdin too but yeah like he, like everyone loved him children adults everybody Yeah like even his uh his line in Mrs. Doubtfire uh I think he explains it perfectly I'm going to butcher it but he says something like uh like you don't have to talk down to kids you just got to like see he he says something like that and I think that that describes the way that he took on roles perfectly yeah. yeah, I loved it. He never, he didn't talk down to the children. He was on their level, treated them like a person who has intellect, who's able to to perceive and have kindness, just like a person of any age would be. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think because like, you know, uh, so, something, and I, we were mentioning mentioning this before, but you know, yeah, like he 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 taps into that energy that everyone can kind of relate to, like children and adults and everything, and 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 adults who are scared of growing up or that they were or that they're growing up too fast or whatever. Like uh, for some reason, he can tap into all those kind of uh, ideas and energies. Yeah, which I think not a lot of people can do even if they try a lot of actors can do one of those things but robin williams did all of those without even trying to i feel like i don't even think that that was even a thought in his head i think it's just the person that he was the way just the way that he connected with people and the world it just made sense for him to act and be the way he was yeah, it's just so effortless for him, I think. So, uh, Bonnie Hunt is in this movie, uh, who, he, she plays, you know, the grown-up, uh, Laura Bell Bundy. Um, and I love Bonnie Hunt in movies. I mean, she's been in a lot of Pixar movies. She, she was the, she was Sally in Cars. She's, uh, she's the, uh, uh, the spider in Bugs Life. 
Uh, <laughs> and uh, she's been in countless movies. She's, I think she's the doll in the new Toy Story movies, too. Like, she's been in countless Pixar movies. So that's where I, where I mostly know her from. I haven't really seen a lot of her, you know, physical performances. So it was a, she, it was a nice surprise to see her in this because I was like, wait a minute. I know that voice. <laughs> I know her as the mom from the Cheaper by the Dozen movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's where I knew her from. She's also in Jerry Maguire, Rain Man, Beethoven, the dog movie. You guys remember mm-hmm. that movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, she's, hell yeah. She's not in a lot of stuff anymore, though, huh? Like, as of recent, which is kind of sucky. She she was really good. Yeah, I liked her in it. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I have issues with just, like, you know, the story and the script and everything. But, like, I, I really have no issues with the actors, really. No, actually, everybody is kind of on point, especially the gun guy. Who's the gun guy? Oh, uh, Van Pelt. Van, Van Pelt. Pelt. Who's, and Robin who's also the dad, I think? Yeah, yeah. He also plays the dad. Yeah. What a freaking performance. What the oh, hell? Are you serious? He's so good. Yeah, because at the end, when he's, when he's about to shoot him and he mentions his dad, and, I, and I'm looking at him, the, the hunter guy, and I'm like, oh, wait, that's the... The dad. That actor plays both of these two oppressive characters in the film that like want Alan to be a man, to act like a man, like not taking any consideration for feelings. It's got to be a man. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, no, okay. This, whatever. <laughs> this movie has this movie has a lot of good themes though, like that. Like even uh, there's a line where he's all like spent 26 years in a jungle and I still ended up like my dad. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't, I'm not a philosophy type dude, but there's something that's like, oh yeah. Like you have to like save your dad or something like that. Or like he, or I don't know, or like he'll kill you or something like that. Like something, <laughs> there, no, no, no. There, there's a thing like that where in like a, it's like a philosophical type deal is it like I, a I, is it like an oedipus type deal where you yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You're, you're meant you're meant to kill your dad and have sex with your mom <laughs> <laughs> no oedipus no. oedipus complex is it what is it the oedipus complex or is it so the violent? oedipus complex is when you have romantic feelings for your mother Right. I, I thought maybe the killing that your dad no, thing was like a part of that. Like part one, like step one, kill your dad. Like, no, like, like maybe it is like, I don't know. It's there's something like that. Okay. Comment down below what it is because there's something like that. And this movie has a theme of that where it's like, mm-hmm. and it makes sense that uh, Van Pell would be played by the same guy that plays his dad. No, I, I totally get that. I, I see that very clearly because of you guys. Totally. That makes total sense. I just wish they they played with that idea more because like because we have those moments at the end where he goes back and he's talking to his dad and I didn't really I wish I felt more because because the, the ideas are there for like a really like gangbusters like father and son theme or just like relationship in the movie. But yeah, like he like Robin Williams is playing oppressive a little bit i guess you know there there are certain moments where he's like being very oppressive to the kids like hey don't do this give me that you know kind of thing but yeah there's just not a lot of moments like that and i think if they really played with just like he kind of is his father and he has to unlearn that like completely i think if that was like the focus almost i think they it would have been in my opinion at least a better movie i do agree i wish it was brought up a little more 
But there is a specific scene because uh, before this scene, Alan is very like stern with the kids and acting how he thinks he should act or maybe it's just based on him being stuck in a jungle for 26 years. But once all four of them are back together again, and this is after like the grocery store incident, and it's when they're heading back to the house and Alan starts like the whole be a man talk with Peter. And then Alan just realizes that that's exactly what his father would say to him. And then he starts to talk to Peter in a way that he wished his father would talk to him. He's, he was kind to Peter and he was understanding and just being a more open human being and realizing that there are different ways to being a man that that you can you you can face your fears which he does in the film but you can also talk to someone calm and be very kind which is what happens when alan when when the whole thing ends and alan goes back to 1969 and when his father comes home they have a very sweet conversation like he's realizing the error of his ways and he's willing to talk to his father about it i i totally see that i i guess it, it through my lens i wish uh, those moments were a tad more earned but i totally the way you described it i i totally understand you know what i mean i just I, it just in my opinion i wish i saw that more but i but i hear you mm -hmm. I, I see you yes i hear, I you, hear you and i love i love your thoughts about this movie dana <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I, I totally uh, agree with Nick on this. Like I, oh man, like the way you describe it right now is so beautiful. And I, I also wish, and maybe if I go back and I think about it, I can see it. But I, I wish that I, again, like how Nick, how you said, like, I wish it was more earned or at least I felt mm -hmm. like it was more earned. Um, because I think what, at least uh, the way I think me and Hunter are thinking about this is like it, it, uh, the movie's so frenetic. It, you know, that we go from one place to the next. They're, they're fighting monkeys. They're fighting plants. They're fighting fucking, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, vines. Vines. Um, you know, it, it, it's like it goes from one place to the next. And, and there's not a lot of room to breathe. I think there are a few moments, obviously, where things slow down. But I think if we had more quiet moments it uh uh adding on to the frenetic action of the movie i think those later moments would have worked better for me and hunter yes i think i the... i can see that i can definitely see how i even i wish now like watching this a few days ago that there were more quiet moments but still this is an action movie kind of this is an adventure so there's got to be stuff going on oh yeah and i i'm not saying like delete the adventure we like adventure here at nyc actors talk film we like adventure i, I just wish uh it was an emotional journey too <laughs> yeah 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 i agree and how like the, yeah the pacing it's so like how you said nick it's going from this place to this place to this place and all of a sudden like i checked the time on it and i was like oh shit it's almost over 
Like this movie mm-hmm. goes by really fast in a way. It does. It does well, go by pretty fast. Once it gets going, it really gets going. But I actually disagree a little bit because I think in the beginning, the first 30 minutes, I was just waiting for Robin Williams for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, okay, like this is fine. You know, little kid, you know, you're cute. You got freckles or whatever. But like, where's Robin? Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. The first like, does it really take 30 minutes for him to get in? It takes at least like close to 30. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. I I, mm. I couldn't remember, like, while watching it, I was like, I don't remember any of this beginning stuff. And, you know, it's interesting, like, you know, and we'll get into it when we talk about Aladdin, but he doesn't show up in Aladdin until 30 minutes in, so it's not, like, necessarily a problem in that movie, I don't think. And or in, well, in, in Insomnia, we don't see him an for an hour. Yeah. Mm. I just think that in Jumanji... I think all all of the story and the setup all make sense. I just don't think that the actors in the beginning were as charismatic as he is. And it's just a different way of storytelling. Because in Aladdin, you can create the characters exactly how you want to, well, really because it's animated and you have more way of crafting the beginning so that you make all the characters exactly the way you want them and have them very likable now with live action it's a different way of doing it because you can't control everything that the actor's doing you have to have them put some spin on the characters themselves i agree (laughs) 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 what else uh what else happens in this movie so uh uh yeah so they they open the the jumanji um uh board um, all this crazy stuff happens. They go to... Well, they're in the house for a little bit, right? Like, when do they leave mm-hmm. the house? When do they leave the house? Uh, when Van Pelt shows up. Uh, when Daddy's home? When Daddy's home. Hell yeah. <laughs> After the stampede. And then uh, the pelican takes the game, and then they have to go and get it. That's right. right. That's right. They leave because the pelican takes the, the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Which right. might be That's one right. of my favorite scenes. I don't know why. I like. I like. I even posted a photo on my Instagram just now. I, I like Robin Williams in the in the Pelican. <laughs> I don't know why. I like. I like the aesthetic. I like. I want him. I want them to rewrite this movie, and it be about him and the Pelican. <laughs> that you know what I have to say. They do have great chemistry in that scene. They do. <laughs> they, they do. I agree. It's just. They're so in sync with each other and they are reading each other's actions and objectives and it's just amazing. And the seagull, the seagull is so giving, literally. He gives him the board. He gives him the board after he gets a fish. That's right. That's true. So he, Robin is giving in that scene and the pelican is. You know what? I'm, I'm not even kidding though. I think they're great. I think they're so great together. <laughs> no, I, I I like the pelican. The pelican was was pretty pretty cool. Also, why we is need, it called? We need more scenes with the. Need more scenes called... with the pelican. Why is it called Jumanji? Because the what? <laughs> why did they decide to call it Jumanji? Oh, that's true. Like, what is there an origin to the word Jumanji, or did they just make it up? I. Uh, <laughs> it's based off of a picture book. Oh right. Okay. I, 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 I'm glad you mentioned that because I, 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 I know something that I think you'll get a kick out of, Hunter. So the Jumanji, the original Jumanji picture book um, was uh, 
uh, written by Chris Von Ellsberg, who also did the original Polar Express book. <laughs> no! Get me out of here! Get me out of here! Oh my gosh, did he really? He did, Chris Van Ellsberg, yeah. That makes me, I don't know if it makes me hate this movie more, <laughs> or does it make me love this movie? <laughs> What do you have against the Polar Express? No, we don't have anything against the Polar Express. We did the Polar Express train ride. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. uh, sorry. I, I probably one? should have. I should have explained oh. it to you, Dana. But we we did uh, the the Polar Express train ride together. Uh, uh, we were performers in it in the New Jersey one a couple years ago. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. yeah so uh, I in in other words, Hunter, I think this was meant to be. It was here. We are. Isn't that so? Gosh, life is weird. Life, life is weird. Is good man. Life is good. <laughs> anyway, so it was a picture book, and then somebody <laughs> saw the picture book and said, "This needs to be a movie." I like it. Yeah, like and and I think just like the Polar Express movie, they maybe I don't know if all the visuals from the book are in the movie. I'm assuming they are, like the monkeys and the stampede mm -hmm. and everything like that, but. Just like the Polar Express movie, I think, in my opinion, they stretch out that concept mm -hmm. maybe a little too much. Because, like, they're probably really cool visuals, like all those animals and jungle, mm -hmm. the jungle aesthetic. But as a movie, I I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely takes inspiration from the book. But I think most of the storyline was uh, created by the screenwriter. Oh, yeah, I have no doubt you... that they made up the, you know, father-son storyline and all that stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. and just like Polar Express, I think Jumanji needs to be made into a train ride of its own. <gasps> That's true. Wait, wait, I can see it now. The Jungle... I almost said Jungle Cruise. The Jumanji... <laughs> <laughs> the Jumanji Safari Ride. <sighs> Bless you. That's... Thank you. That what, would that be at Universal Studios? Universal, we are calling on you right now. <laughs> we know you're listening, Universal. We're Universal, right Universal, Universal. We are calling on you to make a Jumanji ride. Oh, they have to now. They have those new movies, so they have to. Mm -hmm. And the Rock, the Rock needs to be on them. <laughs> and, then, and then, hey Disney, we're calling on you to put the Rock on the Jungle Cruise. I want The Rock on all the rides. <laughs> Maybe The Rock's new job is that he doesn't do any movies now. Now he's just permanently on those rides in those parks. And he's forced to go yes. on every ride and be like the safari leader. Yeah, you know the you know in the Jungle Cruise they have the skipper? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and uh, ironically enough, in the Jungle Cruise movie coming out soon, he plays the skipper. But uh, but for the for the uh, Jumanji Safari ride at Universal Studios right now, um, check it out. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> he he should play the skipper like character on those rides forever. Okay, what's up with the rock? Because the rock is in the Fast and Furious movies. There's a Fast and Furious ride at Universal. And he, he he's like speaking on it or whatever. His face is on it. What's up with The Rock doing all of the... He's just the ride guy. He's just the amusement park guy. Cause he's a, he, you know, Martin Scorsese says that superhero movies are theme parks. I think what he meant to say was that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a theme park. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Whoever makes the theme parks, we're calling on you to make a Dwayne the Rock Johnson themed theme park with all of his movies as rides. Oh my God. And they'll call it the Rock Experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. It's already happened. The actually. Rock. To right now. <laughs> the Rock, a Star Wars story. Dude, depending on when you're listening to this, our viewers, uh, you guys could probably go. If you're listening to this like two years from the from the start right now, you could probably go to it. It's a thing. We already made it. We, we, <laughs> we made it, and it, we're we're waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, Nick, Dana, and I we run it. Yes. We are we are at the park right now. So uh, get your tickets at nycactors.com/slash/amusementpark.com. <laughs> yes. I'm ready. Uh, the Rock approves. I just talked to him last <laughs> night. He approve. He approves this message. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. We wouldn't have brought it up without talking to The Rock first. As yeah, we we, well, we trust him. Uh, I we would not we would not say anything unless The Rock approved of what we are about to say. Of course, yeah. But uh, Jumanji the movie, 1995. Um, <laughs> um uh, back to uh, I guess back to the movie now. I read somewhere that Robin Williams used to, you know, like uh, play pranks on people. Like if someone would ask him what Jumanji meant, he would say like, maybe it was like an island in the Caribbean or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he would say like, oh yeah, you should book it now. Yeah, yeah, book it now. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, definitely, Where? you should book it now. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's a good fun fact. He, I, I keep watching interviews with him uh, now just because I'm on I'm in a I, I'm obsessed right now with just like looking up past uh, interviews with him and yeah he he's just so fun in inter in interviews like he's like he like he's even on during those yeah he's he's absolutely incredible oh my gosh okay I was looking this up just now because I got interested do you know who's supposed to be in it who's supposed who? to play Alan who Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks? Yeah. Uh, I might stand it actually. Yeah, because because big, because big. Yeah, um also a few other I'm just going to name off some actors who were considered as well. Uh Dan Aykroyd, don't stand. No, uh, I do not stand. Guys, get this, get this. Bruce Willis was considered for this role. No. <laughs> no. Uh Michael Keaton, Kevin Costner and uh Oh God! No way! This one's a liar. This one's a liar. Arnold Schwarzenegger was not considered. Honestly, though, maybe. No, maybe. I. I no, nineties was a weird time for Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I yeah, actually, maybe. actually, I could see it. Also, the only reason that Bruce Willis did not do this movie was because he was doing a Die Hard. So we might have gotten, if in a different timeline, Bruce Willis plays Alan in Jumanji. You know, he did, oh, gosh. Schwarzenegger did Last Action Hero in 93, and that's kind of like the same kind of vibe, right? I love that. It is. I love that movie. I actually have never seen it, but I just know the, the premise of the movie. It's not good. It's not like a good movie. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like a great movie. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, fuck yeah. This is so <laughs> it's not fun. good. Okay. It's great. It's not good. Okay. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but i think most of those choices would not work i think robin is for the most part like the only person for this 
Besides maybe maybe Schwarzenegger, um, but Schwarzenegger would have been like a different energy. It wouldn't have been big, like a big different energy. Yeah, like it wouldn't have been childlike. You know what I mean? It would have been like I'm literally a character straight out of this Jumanji series. He's lying, get down. He's a lion. He's Van Pelt. Help. We got to get back to the chopper. <laughs> no, I'm not going back to Jumanji. No, no. <laughs> the only one that I think would be would, would be Tom Hanks. I think that he might. Yeah, you know what? I I do agree with that. I think Tom Hanks would would have done a good job. Yeah, but other than that, I agree. Uh, I don't think he would have played it like exactly. I could see it working. No, but ha- have you guys seen that Tom Hanks movie, the one about where he goes to a volcano? Joe versus the volcano. Yes. I've never heard. I've never seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Same. Same. I don't love the movie, but it's the same type of vibe. Uh, so I, I think like it's something similar to Jumanji. So I think that he could do it some justice. But other than that, I think my boy, uh, Mr. Williams here is the only guy that could, uh, could do this movie. Yeah, yeah. I think whatever, whatever works in this movie, it's because of him. And I think without him, like you, like you guys have been saying already, like it, it, it really, I don't think would have worked at all. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right, so they 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 get the the Jumanji board back from from the best actor in the movie, the Pelican. Pelican. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then what? Do they go to the uh, store after that? Uh, Alan gets arrested by Carl. Peter starts turning into Monkey Boy. Right. And oh, and by the way, uh, you mentioned that scene before where he uh, Robin is like, you know, be a man. What he really should have said was, be a monkey. Well, well, he does let him become a monkey because at the end of that scene, he has to rip open Peter's pants to let the tail out. Okay, I, I, it's cute. (laughs) It's cute. That moment was cute in the moment, but I, I was also like, oh, that kind of undercut the moment, the emotional moment there, the potential emotional moment there because the potential. I totally because 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 like it seemed like he was like you know, uh, uh, being affected by this, but then it's like, oh no, the kid just wants the tail to he, get out of his asshole. Just a, he, he's just in, in a lot of pain. He's just he in a lot of pain. Come out. Yeah, there, there's no, yeah, there's nothing, uh, that was it. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Yeah, Kids aren't that yeah. cute. He just wants his tail, okay? He just wants it. <laughs> I just, just want wants his tail out. I just want my tail, man. Please, jeez. They go to the store. Van Pelt is like shooting at them, and I he should be dead when they uh, when all the paint like falls on him. Oh yeah, uh, he that should have done way more damage to him. Yeah, like those paint cans should have instantly killed this guy. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, they 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 uh, they reunite after uh, Robin uh, or after uh, uh, what's the character's name? Alan. Alan. Uh, so when, when after Alan saves them and they, they reunite, they go back to the house and then the tsunami happens, right? The uh, monsoon. The monsoon. Where the where where the crocodile comes out. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I was when we were watching Hook, Hunter, I was like, oh, uh, where's the crocodile? He, there he is. He's in this movie. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. They, mm-hmm. they, they were like, fuck, we didn't put it in Hook. All right, let's get him in. Let's get him in. It's a Robin Williams verse. Exactly. It's all connected. Hook is in the same universe as Jumanji. It look. Don't think too much about oh, it. it look, just just trust me, dude. It makes sense. Dude, dude, mm-hmm. 
You know what Jumanji is? It's Neverland. He comes back from Neverland, and that's oh my gosh, I've connected it. I've connected it. It all checks but then out. How, but then how did he grow up over in Jumanji if it's Neverland? No, because I'm pretty sure, isn't that what Hook is all about? It's like a reverse almost. It's like, no, grow up. No, no maybe I'm wrong. No, 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 I mean like. No, the whole point of Peter Pan is no. that you should never grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Peter Pan, Hunter? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but, I, but I do like your headcanon. I do. I like it. I like it. It's here. It's a fact. Um, but uh, so the uh, they they're starting to drown. Oh, before that though, uh, uh, Robin Williams uh, the 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 quicksand uh, uh, moment where it looks like it, it looked terrible. By the way. <laughs> oh I, yeah, it did. But I, oh, really? I don't care. I don't care. You know what's funny <laughs> is that I thought that that looked more real than the rest of the movie. <laughs> I said that looks real. I said that if that were to happen, that's what it would look like. Looks more real than the freaking monkeys. That's true. And the monkeys, yeah, that's true. Uh, you know what the vibe I got from the monkeys? Like like a, like a, a dollar store gremlins. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, uh-huh. like they were trying to be gremlins. They were trying to jump on the gremlins bandwagon. Wasn't working for me. No, me neither. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, absolutely not. But then the minions w- later on in in, in the in uh, the years, the minions would come along, and overthrow the monkeys. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> God, same energy. Same energy. We hate to see it, actually. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, but uh, okay, so the the movie's wrapping up at this point. Um. Uh. uh uh, so yeah, as, as we were mentioning, yeah, the they're they're drowning the alligator. He's 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 finding the alligator. Um, once again, alligator's doing a really good job. Oh yeah, um, not as good as the pelican, but you know, not as good as the pelican. You're right. You're right. But yeah, so uh, what happens at that point? You know, the alligator actually had um, someone was actually in that suit when in oh. the alligator suit. So when Robin had to tackle and wrestle that crocodile. There was actually someone inside the suit. And he actually got a little too rough with it. And like, and like someone inside the suit, like, like said, hey. <laughs> like he didn't know there was a person in there. And when he's t- no, like, uh, wrestling the, the alligator, like a little head pops out of the, the mouth. No, right. no, like he, he was just so into the scene and he just got too into it and didn't realize he was playing too rough with it until he heard the guy inside the suit say something (laughs) that's amazing it's funny we mentioned this in awakenings but like he he punched robert de niro in the nose on the nose uh in that movie uh accidentally and he you know when he's in it he's really in it so it's same thing with this when he's wrestling that crocodile he's gonna wrestle that crocodile and honestly, oh, and he like, did. <laughs> just like Robert De Niro's nose, like he punched it right back to where it was supposed to be. So you know, he probably did the same thing to the guy in the suit. Something, you know what I mean? Something right happened for the yeah. guy in the suit afterwards. So, yeah, like like the guy, <laughs> like the guy in the alligator suit went on to win the lottery. Robin made everybody's lives just a, just a little bit better. Yeah. Um, that's my head cannon, hundred percent. Judy gets hit with a poison spark. 
Does it ever uh, come back? To her? Yeah, like she gets hit by by she the dart. She gets hit by the poison spark and she falls to the ground. Yeah, I was gonna say the movie kind of forgets that she was poisoned. Oh well that oh well that's because it quickly goes to like the house starts to come apart. And then uh and then Alan has the game and he swings back into the living room and he's about to do his final turn before Van Pelt comes in. Right, and I wanna mention but but also yeah I agree Hunter they kind of dropped that why even poison her then but anyway yeah. uh, but uh, for for suspense you I have guess. to be like oh no <laughs> she got poisoned with the poison oh. spot uh, but then uh, but then the yeah the when that moment happens Van Pelt comes back I I I get what the movie's trying to say like you know you gotta overcome your fears and stuff like that but it's a little muddled in my opinion because like. Like the relationship with the dad, like is is are are we saying like the dad is right for like what he was saying before? Is he not? Because obviously, like in real life, n no. But like it, they're kind of almost uh, depicting it as m maybe like yeah, this is his character arc, Robin. Like I I don't know. Like is he trying to not be his father? Is he, is he trying to be his father at the end? I don't know. I think it's more like he wants to be brave, and deciding to take his father's advice to face his fears, but also he's becoming his own man, not just like his father, but himself. I totally see that. I just, I just, for me, at least it was a little confusing in that front because like, yeah, it, it, it cause I, I just don't know where the stance clearly is on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's a little left up to interpretation. Yeah, I think everybody becomes a little bit like their dad. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 and everyone wants to kill their dad. Oh, God. Accord according, according to Hunter, everyone wants to kill their dad. <laughs> I get so... I get so... If somebody just, like, clipped, like, just a part of, like, any sentence I've ever said, just, like, out of context, I get so canceled. <laughs> You would get like, you Wait, would, no, there's context. Wait. <laughs> yeah, out of context, I think the both of us would be canceled on the spot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if somebody just like clipped a little conversation of what we had with like zero context, look at what this these guys were talking about. Boom, canceled. How dare they? How dare they? No, wait. There's more. There's more. Uh, <laughs> how dare they say that? That they want to kill their father and have sex with them. Hey, honey, you going to listen to this podcast? No, I, I heard in one episode that they wanted to kill their dads. Uh, so, <laughs> so everything uh, goes back to, well, not back to normal, but, every, uh, you know, once. Okay, so also, okay, he rolls the dice, but it's like a complete accident that he rolled it, like, correctly. Like, there's no, like, like a cho there's no choice made, which also I don't love. But um, well, it, it it it's a luck of the dice. It is, which is like dice. which is like any turn. It's a luck of the dice. I know. I guess there's. I I guess I wish there was some way. Like I don't know. I in any character arc, I wish there was like there, especially at the end of a movie. Like you know, the our our protagonist makes some kind of choice, and that always feels right to me in a in a character arc. So I I was missing that a little bit by the end of the movie. I understand but, that. But but he did get to say the movie's name. His piece went to the center and he's like, Jumanji. 
Jumanji. That's true. That that is true. You know what? Uh, uh, delete everything I just said. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, when he, uh, <laughs> you know, that's a choice. <laughs> he goes. Any last words? Jumanji. You know when uh, when he said when Van Pelt says that he should you know he says like any last words. <laughs> uh, uh, Alan should have started to say Jumanji, but then he shoots him. Yeah, exactly. Willis played it. It would have been any last words, and he would have went yippee kaye, motherfucker, and it all blows up. <laughs> Bringing uh, back Bruce Willis into this film. Exactly, oh, uh, but there's such a there's such a it's there's an interesting story here about like you know uh, a. a person coming back after 26 years and like you know uh, his friend bonnie hunt you know like she's kind of traumatized you know she's going to therapy and like they reunite and so it's like oh so i guess it was real i'm not crazy you know after all these years you're back and so there's like an interesting story there that i in my personal opinion i don't think the the movie quite taps into uh, but it's there, but like they they need to, in my opinion, explore that a little further. And then, in my opinion, what I don't necessarily love about the ending is uh, it it kind of just uh, drops it, and they're like, okay, we're gonna actually bring them back to 1969. Mm-hmm. Which I get, I, I know you have to do in a way because this is a kids movie. There needs to be like closure and a happy ending, but I I feel like there could have been some way to like make it happy without doing that per se. Mm -hmm. I agree. And yeah, I agree too. When I was watching this two days ago, I was noticing how hardcore Bonnie Hunt was going with that all, and also Robin Williams is also going hardcore with his character like of being scared to go back into Jumanji again and I, I did realize this time around that it wasn't as fleshed out as I wanted it to be yeah I mean like you know it, you know I, I it's it, it, it it's weird because like this is a movie for ch for children for families you know but like so I, I understand the argument like, you know, maybe it shouldn't have like gone all the way with that. But I, I think there's a balance to it because like there are Disney movies and Pixar movies that deal with serious themes in really smart, nuanced ways. So I, I don't think it's that crazy to be like, I want a little more uh, with with uh, what the movie's trying to say. I don't think that's too crazy because I think children are smarter than... And, and you mentioned this before, Hunter. I think, like, children are more aware and smarter than we think they are. Mm-hmm. Like, That's they, why they're... They, they can deal with complex emotions if you do it right. Mm-hmm. That's why Disney and Pixar does such a good job with it. Because they're willing to show kids these difficult emotions and let them try to figure it out for themselves. Yes, 100%. I think we're good to go into some final thoughts here. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, Dana, um, just 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 to bring some positivity back into this review because I I'm so glad you you connected with this movie. I I, I love that you, you, your your words were so well said and beautiful. So uh, uh, final thoughts on why you love Jumanji. 
not only is it nostalgic in every way for me and from for many other kids who grew up in the 90s and early 2000s when VHS was such a big thing. It's such a crazy world of Jumanji, even though we only get portions of it, of everything that's coming out of the game. I started to realize that the world that they would have given me if we actually did go into Jumanji might be a lot scarier in my mind than whatever they could give me in that film, just seeing all those parts. And I still recommend the movie to anyone because I think it's a hoot and a half. Amazing, so well said. Ugh, I love your words, Dana. Um, uh, what would you, if you had to give it a rating out of 10, uh, how many monkey boys would you give this? I would give it eight monkey boys. You're, I think you called it, right? No, I didn't. I was between, I think she's going to give it eight or nine. And she gave it eight. I thought you were going to give it a nine. I did. I was like, no, no, because I, I do recognize that there are better Robin Williams films, but it's still kind of high on my list because of the nostalgia factor. Awesome. Awesome. So you give it eight. Uh, Hunter, uh, final thoughts. And how many monkey boys you give in this thing? feels bad okay uh i i want to like this movie but i i'm sorry dana i love i was literally just telling nick i love how you love this movie i love your words <laughs> i love how you describe it and i i wish i could see it through through your eyes but alas i cannot i am giving this movie four monkey boys out of out of ten man it feels bad hey it's better than it's, <laughs> it's better it's it's a it's better than zero monkey boys i also gave i also gave garp 1.5 so it's not the lowest on my list it is not the lowest <laughs> no. uh nick what about you uh, unfortunately, I would have to completely agree with you, Hunter. Uh, for Monkey Boys, uh, I don't really like it that much, but I do appreciate his performance in this. His performance is, is impressive. Actually, more impressive than, uh, Garp, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking so. And, no, and, 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 and and it's not his fault, obviously. It's just the material. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Nick, where does it rank? Uh, this I, I'm ranking this performance. We've we've covered, believe it or not, Hunter, uh, nine movies so far. <laughs> I know. Whoa. Yeah. So I would here's my ranking from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. One hour photo. Awakenings. The Birdcage, Mas- Moscow on the Hudson, not Moscow on the Mule. That is a great drink. Great drink. Uh, if there was a Moscow on the Mule, uh, it would be number one. Insomnia, Mrs. Doubtfire, Jumanji, Hook, The World According to Garp. All right. You know, we're, we're actually pretty close. Only for about three movies, I think. 
we're like you have it here and I have it here or the other way around. Yeah, it's not a it's not a huge uh yeah. it's there there's not a huge difference between our lists so far. Yeah, um mine from top to bottom is Awakenings, One Hour Photo, Birdcage, Insomnia, Moscow on the Mule, uh <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, Hook, Jumanji garp that's fair yeah which the jumanji hook thing was very hard i originally had it above hook um but i think like you dana with this movie that's kind of how i feel about hook a little bit like i see that there's problems with it it's not the best movie but like there's a nostalgia factor there so yeah right i i totally agree with you it was actually kind of hard too because i think this movie's worse than hook in my opinion but i do i do think that he's slightly more well utilized in this movie just because there's that kind of childlike wonder and and energy to him in this movie while i think intentionally or not i think hook there there was almost very little uh 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 i don't know imagination or 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 just like uh opportunities for him to be like you know, for him to show off his impressive acting chops. Thank you, Dana, for being such a wonderful guest. Thank you for having me. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, you were wonderful. It's always a pleasure. And ab absolutely wonderful meeting you. I love the way that you talk about this movie. And yeah, it was just a pleasure having you on. Thank you. Thank all of you for listening or watching our Jumanji episode. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. That's NYC Actors Talk Film. We have a website as well at NYC Actors Talk Film. We have a YouTube channel at NYC Actors Talk Film where you can watch video versions of our episodes. Shout out to Joey Dalton for the amazing artwork. Dana, where can we find you online? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at the Insta which is at dana.bixler and or you could go to my website at danabixler.com hell yeah uh thanks again dana tune in next week where we'll talk world's greatest dad one of robin's last movies we've been nyc actors talk film uh hunter what year is it again uh, uh 1920 <laughs> 2021? Wait a minute, 19 2021? Alright, I'm ahead out. <laughs> We're going to Jumanji. We're going to Jumanji. Let's let's all go to Jumanji. Let's go guys. Here we go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, look, it's Jack Black! Oh! <laughs>